Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? Yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business, struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Hello, so I am so excited to have my first ever guest on my podcast and it just seemed really appropriate that I start with Alex Burnside who is of course my sister and my partner in crime, my business partner at Phonics with Robot Reg. So hello Alex. Hello. Lovely to have you here. Um, Now obviously in the first episode I sort of told our story from my point of view but obviously every story has two sides so tell everybody from your point of view like how we got into this, how we decided to launch Phonics with Robot Reg what happened? Okay, so originally I was a teacher, primary school teacher, which I absolutely loved, and then had Bertie, my first baby, who's now seven, and decided to go back full time. I went back when he was four months old because I loved teaching, but then I suppose the realities hit of that you never get to see your child, they're at daycare, you pick them up and put them to bed. And being a teacher, I had the holidays and I just sort of fell in love with been at home during the holidays and been with him so wanted a way really of getting out of teaching I suppose and having my second child gave me that out because I couldn't possibly have gone back with two like financially it wouldn't really have been worth it so that's when we first had our first venture which was parties so I came and worked with you for you on parties and I think we were just in the office one day and I did sort of twiddle my thumbs quite a lot when I was doing, <laughs> working in the party business, sort of just tippy-tapping behind a keyboard. We probably wanted to, to think of another business that we could launch. And I think it really came about over a glass of wine. Obviously, being sisters, we would socialise a lot and our poor husbands would be just like, oh, you're talking about work. And I think that's when we came up with the idea, literally over a glass of wine. And then we thought nothing else of it. And then I think the next day... I was tippy-tapping, doing nothing, um, planning parties. And then we said, oh, let's just do it. And literally put a Facebook post on, if I recall, it was a Tuesday. And like, it just went mental. And we then, being us, quickly found a hall to do it in. We got the customers first and then was like, right, the hall. And then obviously there was no content whatsoever. So then I um, began beavering away, working at the actual content of the classes we sort of realized on our journey that most people get everything sorted and like ready to go before they launch a business Mm -hmm. but we very much do things differently yeah well I think there was no point me slaving over phonics plans for I don't know however long like six weeks and then there'd be no market for it at all so we just wanted to see if there was and then when I can't remember how many comments we got something ridiculous like you know hundreds hundreds yeah and yeah so because the, we already had the market there we already had yeah I suppose because we did have an early years market but also we knew the Facebook groups and in that time we're talking four years ago it was much more popular Facebook was like a different 
time. The Facebook thing. groups, the mummy yeah. groups. So we could just put it on there and then we just had that instant response. Um, and, and that's then we I started writing it. So, yeah, it worked for us. We sort of then played catch up. Like, quick, we need a lesson. But it worked fine. And here we are now. And we franchised. We yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, and so how different is running your own business from being a teacher? Because obviously along the way, we now have a lot of franchisees who are teachers and they're all very hardworking. But everybody says it's so different from teaching, running a business. Yeah. I think when you're in teaching, it's all consuming and it's just so weird when you leave it. It's just, oh, you can't describe it like... You can go for a coffee in the day, you can walk around, you can breathe, you can think. Like when you're at school as a teacher, eight till three, you literally are like a headless chicken. Um, well, I mean, I think most teachers are, not just me. I wasn't like a useless teacher. But um, yeah, it's just so weird that being your own boss, it's ah, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I think most people would be surprised by that though, because I think that people think teachers have it easy, they finish at three, they have the long holidays, what are they complaining about? So it's funny to me that you would say that being an entrepreneur is sort of... Easier. Well, not, it's not, maybe not easier, but more freedom. Yeah, there's much more flexibility, even though like it wasn't draconian where I worked, but just, I think teachers put a lot of pressure on themselves, so like you have to have you know, this activity ready, and because I was in early years, there was just so much preparation, and like lunchtime didn't really exist, you're working, the children are sort of milling around you all the time, there's no break, and then as soon as they go, you're marking, printing out photos, whatever you have to do, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a breath of fresh air, and even now, uh, how many years has it been, five, nearly six, it's just like weird, it's just weird not being at school still. Did you ever imagine when you were a teacher that you would do anything else? No, I just thought I'd like rise, you know, rise up the ranks, maybe be a deputy or something. So yeah, no. Um, so have there been any times when you've been running your business that you wish you hadn't <laughs> left teaching? Um, no, probably not left teaching. Um, Cause yeah, I get a bit stressed out at the thought of ever having to go back, but yeah, obviously you have hard times. We've had quite a few this year. <laughs> yeah. um, but never, I never regretted leaving teaching. But no, yeah, I think this year's been tough. But it has for everyone. I mean, you know, we're in the middle of a, a global pandemic. I think that's tough for any business owner. And it probably is quite tough for the teachers as well, to be fair, isn't it? But oh, it's good just Lord. a different... Yeah, oh no, I, I absolutely pity the teachers now. They are, yeah, having to be jack-of-all-trades, and, yeah, I feel very sorry for them. I'm glad I'm not a teacher now, to be <laughs> honest. So what would you say the biggest struggle for you, changing from being a teacher to being a business owner, has been? I guess in the very first instance, it would be income. As a teacher, you've got that very stable income. You know what's coming in every every uh, month. But obviously, starting a new business, that there, there is going to be a little bit of a drop in income. Um, or a complete drop complete drop yeah um you know obviously we were lucky our business really worked but yeah that would be the first thing I suppose when I first started I knew that you know there would be a drop that's the risk isn't it yeah that's the risk and then obviously now it's the opposite yeah because you can earn way more than being a teacher but it's taking that leap of faith in the first place because the teachers obviously earnings are capped really whereas a business owners are not capped but yeah, we didn't know if it would work out when I left teaching. I didn't know, you know, 
if I'd be able to pay the mortgage. But I always thought in the back of my head, well, I could go back to teaching. I could do supply if the worst came to the worst. You know, I could. I, I am still a teacher. I still, still, you know, can teach. So, yeah, I took that risk and it was fine. And obviously, you have been able to pay the mortgage because you, you know, still live in a house. house yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it's all good. And I did used to go back occasionally to do supply just at the school where I worked, but that was more really, you know, because I missed the, the people I used to work with. But um, I, I knew that that was always the option, really, at the back of my head. But yeah, I guess that was the biggest change, thinking, oh, it's payday. Oh, no, don't have that anymore. So, yeah. yeah. Um, And then the opposite sort of side of it, what's the best thing that you have found about being an entrepreneur and running your own business? that you maybe didn't have when you were a teacher? Oh, 1,000% flexibility. Um, I, this is why I left teaching, so I could pick the kids up, you know, that old classic, drop the kids off at school, pick the kids up, and spend, you know, as much time as possible. That said, during this global pandemic, you know, I'm sort of re-evaluating now, but I think <laughs> probably most people are. But yeah, definitely, it's flexibility. I can, I can finish, you know, when I want, start when I want. Obviously, there's work to be done, so if, like, you know, you've got a deadline, then I can do it when the children are in bed. But it's just the very reason I came into this, to be, to spend more time with them. Yeah. And obviously, we're only human, so we enjoy going for a, you know, cheeky hotel stay away. Oh, good Lord, above, yes. That's nice. Um, But, yeah, yeah, it's having the flexibility to do everything, really, I suppose, if you want to meet up with a friend and have a Costa or go for lunch. Oh, yeah, and and, all of that. So with running any business, you have highs and lows, don't you? <laughs> um, so let's talk about them. Let's talk about the the highs of our business. Obviously, people know that we're sisters. Yes. They might not also know that we actually live next door, but one to each other as well. So we yeah. are very... We literally live in each other's pockets. And people say to us all the time, don't they? This is the one question we get asked all the time. Do you guys argue? No. <laughs> <laughs> But we literally don't, do we? No, I'm not a very big arguer. So it's all down to you that we yes, don't argue. Very much so. <laughs> if it was, we're complete opposites, aren't we? You're the yin to my yang. Yes. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. No. No, we don't argue. We just. Generally You're very have... placid. Yeah. Yeah. We generally do have the same views on things. Views on things. Yeah. I think with a perfect partnership. Although sometimes we don't, but more often than not, I think we, we resolve do. them. Yeah. I think with a perfect partnership because you have skills that yeah. I don't have and I have skills that Very you don't have, but we're quite similar in like... Our opinions, I suppose, yeah. are similar, but I, yeah, like you just said, I can do stuff you can't. And I suppose that was the other thing that was quite strange for you, going from running the parties to doing phonics with Robot Reg, because you very much became like the face of the business. Yeah. Like before that, you were just I tapping. Was private, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, being a teacher, I was very much like incognito on social media. And then when we launched the phonics, I had to become not incognito anymore. So that was interesting. But I do much, a million times prefer phonics than parties. Because, yeah. I, you know, I'm using my skills as a teacher and as an educator. So, yeah. So I'm happier. <laughs> So like party bags was not my favourite thing to do, ever. But hey, everybody's got to start somewhere, Alex. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the highs. We've had some absolutely amazing yeah. highs. What What's your number one? If you're going to go in with number one, what I would think it be? Our, winning our first award, I think, was pretty high. That was really special. Yeah. Yeah, we won the Mum and Working um, Award for the best new startup. New startup, yeah. That was like validation so early on. And I think we were in 
the middle of our second franchise training or maybe third but it was really early on yeah and we we'd worked so hard hadn't we yeah that was that was nice and i think just to have that recognition of like yes and you the are day do you remember job. the day that we won was also when we were in the middle of training so we had a night out with all our franchisees in that evening oh, and yes. that was really nice because they could all celebrate even with though us. they live like because jenny was there from doncaster they all live far away but they could all celebrate yeah that was nice yeah yeah that was Um, lovely and then obviously we went on to win the sbs theopathetus award we we went to the um event with theopathetus which was amazing Um, yeah it's amazing the pr that you get from winning an award like that it's quite prestigious and i think more like day to day the the comments from parents that obviously because i've written the syllabus maybe but that gives me a real high like oh my child has improved beyond recognition and you know their speech has improved and all those stories that we've had of children who couldn't speak and then do speak or just the impact that it's had on the whole family that is a real high and children going into school and their parents just feeling so confident that they're ready to start school you know that's sort of why we do it so that is amazing amazing and I think because we started off teaching so I would teach the classes and Alex would be there looking at how the syllabus worked so we we very much had that feedback straight to our faces didn't we but then when we went into the office you you lost that yeah the connection a bit more so getting it and now we're online we get lots of feedback you know personally which is very nice so yeah yeah that is a high I mean it doesn't sound like much of a high but obviously that is um, recognition from the customer is, is great yeah and then obviously last year we flew to Australia and launched our business in Australia and that was a massive high I remember <laughs> at one point we had we were both sitting on one aeroplane seat with our little champagne taking some <laughs> selfies for social media and at like I was so excited, but also I was half like, oh my goodness, what are we doing? Yeah. It was scary. (laughs) It was scary, but yeah, it was very exciting. And to have our classes on the other side of the world is amazing. Yeah, absolutely is. Um, So the lows, talk to me about the lows. Where Uh, to start? (laughs) Yeah, Um, I suppose maybe when we first started working out of your spare bedroom, Um, Which was fine to start with when we were very small, but then as we became bigger and we were trying to pack boxes, like resource boxes in there and like have all the resources. And we even had a member of staff for a little bit in the room. And did we share a desk? Like literally share a desk? I think so, yeah, because we needed some space. Space was an issue. Um, Yeah, that that was interesting. And it just was like sort of very early stage business lacked organization didn't it the actual yeah. room and yeah. and I think it was difficult for me as well because obviously it was in my house so it was hard to sort of separate yourself from work yeah and your child would often wander in when I wasn't there and nick stuff and we're like where's the tambourine oh it's gone so yeah that was that was a, a joy yeah, yeah that, was, that was that was a low um I guess the pandemic has been a massive low that yeah. week what week was the week before the schools closed yeah. Uh, oh my word yeah I don't think I've ever cried so much in my life that was yeah just thinking that the whole business was going under but we did manage to turn that around and now we have our amazing membership site group whatever you want to call it and the online classes which have been so well received I think it's just the unknown isn't it for that week we did not know what was going on but as soon as we sort of had a vision of where we could actually go we were like okay this can work and obviously now it's totally fine yeah. it's all up and running but it was very oh it was terrifying. overwhelming yeah and also we knew where we wanted to go with the online but 
obviously making the whole syllabus go online and you know all that that writing new classes new classes yeah it was a very stressful few days and then knowing that on the friday the children would finish school and we would literally have no childcare was well ah! <laughs> we're still <laughs> in we're that. still in this weird weird time but you know, we've got into our routines and we know what we're doing now. So. I guess now is probably a good time to say if anyone hasn't joined our online membership for ages 0 to 6, it's absolutely amazing. And we were even featured in The Independent last week for top online classes and we were one of them. So um, check it out if you haven't already. Um, now, I've got three questions that I'm going to be asking every entrepreneur that I interview. Mm-hmm. Um, I love being inspired by people and reading inspirational books and all of those sorts of things, learning from people. So tell me, who's the number one person who inspires you? Uh, I, I know her as Bow Babe off Instagram, from Instagram. <laughs> What's her real name? Deborah something. Yeah, Bow Babe. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, she Don't basically <laughs> has terminal bowel cancer, but is like literally the most inspirational person. She writes a column for The Sun. She, oh yeah, she grabs the bull by the horns. She grabs life for, you know... And, what it's worth. I Goes don't know. for it. Yeah. So yeah, she is. If you don't follow her on Instagram, you should. She's amazing. Amazing. Bow babe. And what's your favourite business book? Oh, um, I did really, really enjoy Joe Malone's autobiography. But I'm not sure if you'd call that a business book, but it is about her business. I reckon you definitely would. I did really enjoy it. Uh, but it has to be Rachel Hollis. Um, probably Girl, Wash Your Face. Yes was my favourite so. yeah I loved Girl Wash Your Face because I felt like she was really raw in that and like yeah I, I did it. like that one um, yeah and that was the first book I ever listened to on Audible there you go yeah I, I do enjoy enjoyed a listen because it was yeah. her like telling her story which you know you heard it from her mouth rather than me reading it Um, and if you met someone right now who said to you I'm just about to launch my business give me one piece of advice what would the one piece of advice that you would give someone be get a good lawyer (laughs) brilliant I absolutely love it um thank you so much Alex I have absolutely loved interviewing you even though it's a little bit weird but there we go um tell people who are listening where can they find you if they want to follow your amazing journey so Facebook and Instagram Bonnets with Robot Reg HQ. TikTok would be Bonnets with Robot Reg. And I think we've got a Twitter account. Yeah, I think it's Bonnets with Robot Reg as well. Yeah, there we go. Bonnets with Robot Reg. You'll Robot find Reg as you go. If you're on Bonnets with Robot Reg HQ, that's Alex running the page. So uh, you'll know that. Um, and I'll put all the links in the description. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you all next week.